I'm Justin Lesko, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt and former pro MMA fighter. A few days ago, I shared a video on my Instagram at Justin Lesko from Nogi Worlds in which there was a pretty brutal leg break. I know you obviously can't see it right now, but all you need to really take away from it is this sound. That is the sound of a man's leg snapping in a heel hook. It was a pretty wild injury, and I hope that the guy who got hurt will recover well and get back to training, but when I shared the video, there were a lot of comments and a lot of people in varying stages of hating leg locks. There was a wide range that went from people thinking all belts should be allowed to heel hook each other to people thinking heel hooks are the devil and all leg locks should be banned for all belts forever and everything in between. I'm going to give you my thoughts, but based on the title of this episode that you are listening to, you probably can see where this is headed. But if you're on my side, you should head over to EpicRollBJJ.com and use the code PODCAST15 to get 50% off everything, including their leg locker rash guard. And that way, everyone will know how much you love leg locks. And if you hate leg locks, you can always pick up a new gi where your heels are nice and safe from being hooked. Plus, Epic Roll has the highest quality fight shorts, t-shirts, hoodies, joggers, hats, and everything else you need for on or off the mat. Epic Roll is designed by grapplers for grapplers. Check them out on Instagram at EpicRollBJJ and make sure you visit EpicRollBJJ.com and use the code PODCAST15 to get 15% off your order. EpicRollBJJ.com, coupon code PODCAST15. And now, I am here in defense of leg locks. Welcome to That Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. It is important to remember that intensity and intention vary widely based on where you are. If you're the guy who is cranking heel hooks like you're at Nogi Worlds, but you're really just in the training room rolling with Steve the accountant who is a hobbyist blue belt, then you're a dick and the mat enforcer should give you all of the beatings. Now if you're at Nogi Worlds, my belief is that you should do your best to finish every possible sub to the best of your ability every single time. Yes, there will be injuries. This is jujitsu. If you train long enough, the injury rate is 100%. You might not have a life-changing, surgery-requiring injury, but you will get bumps and bruises and pulled muscles and strained ligaments. Injuries are unfortunately a part of the game. The video in question that I shared to Instagram was two people who are competing at one of the most prestigious tournaments in the world doing everything they can to win a match. What happened was terrible, and I really feel bad for the guy who got hurt, but I don't think if the situation was reversed and he was the one attacking the heel hook, he would have done anything differently. When you are competing to be a Nogi World Champion, you will do everything you can to win, and that includes doing everything you can to finish a submission. The guy who was attacking didn't do anything wrong or dirty or cheat in any way. He applied a legal submission to an opponent who consented to the match knowing that particular submission is legal. Sometimes terrible things happen, but that doesn't mean that what happened was against the rules or wrong or the person who applied the submission is a villain. Location matters. Nogi Worlds is different than training. Now we're on to the question of should heel hooks be legal? As it stands right now, the only people who are allowed to attack with heel hooks in IBJJF competition are brown and black belt adult competitors in no-gi tournaments. When the rule change was first announced in 2021, I, like many others, saw this as a good thing and I cheered the announcement. Like it or not, heel hooks are part of jiu-jitsu and to outlaw them is to water down the sport and protect those unwilling to learn them. 
but not everyone feels this way. Again, just going off the comments on my Instagram, which you of course should be following, some people think that leg locks are too dangerous and should be made illegal. As you can probably guess, even if this is your first time listening to me talk, which in that case, welcome, I hope you enjoy the show and please subscribe, but you can probably guess that I vehemently disagree with this sentiment. It's become sort of a meme at this point, but it's true, why would you ignore 50% of the human body? To ignore leg locks is to just pretend half your body can't slash shouldn't be attacked. I don't think changing the rules back to banning heel hooks is the answer. What happened in the video I keep referencing did not happen solely because heel hooks are too dangerous. If that was the case, you'd see tons and tons of these breaks every time someone was a fraction of a second too late to tap. Yes, heel hooks are a dangerous submission. They are dangerous because the margin of error is so small and the line between needing to tap and major damage is very thin. You can ride out an armbar without suffering catastrophic damage a lot longer than you can ride out a heel hook. But again, we're talking about brown and black belts competing at one of the biggest tournaments in the world. It's not like there are white belts out there who don't know how the submission works or what their tolerance to it is. Leg locks need to remain legal. I saw this comment a lot. The guy didn't even give him a chance to tap. That's not his responsibility. His responsibility is to win the match. His singular focus is applying the best possible submission he can as efficiently and powerfully as possible. You are responsible for your own safety when competing. The sub-only match I just did, I knew going in that I had a particular injury and if my opponent started attacking that particular body part, I was tapping immediately to protect myself. It's not my opponent's responsibility to protect me. If you, quote, give the guy a chance to tap, that means you are purposely applying the technique slower than you should so as to allow them to tap. If I'm competing for a Nogi World Championship and someone gives me a chance to tap, I'm taking that chance to escape the position. I'm taking advantage of the fact that they stopped applying their sub for a second. I am not thinking to myself, well, he's a nice guy for not locking that all the way on, so I'll tap and I'll let him have the win. My singular focus is winning and I'm doing everything within the rules to make that happen. Another grouping of comments that I got was people saying this is what makes them afraid of leg locks. If you see a video of someone getting their leg destroyed by a heel hook and you think this is why I'm afraid of leg locks and don't train them, then you are approaching things completely backwards. The leg lock game isn't going anywhere anytime soon. If you do jujitsu, you will be attacked with a leg lock at some point. It's just inevitable. Even if you never compete and you just train for fun, someone at your school at some point will roll for a heel hook. The idea that you can just pretend leg locks don't exist is not going to work out for you and from a surviving a heel hook perspective, wouldn't you rather be well versed in leg locks and understand what's happening? Wouldn't your chances of injury due to a leg lock be significantly diminished if you could comfortably and intelligently defend them? I mentioned earlier how the line between tolerating the pain of a heel hook and suffering catastrophic damage from a heel hook is very small. Wouldn't it benefit you to know your body's own limitations and what feels comfortable so you can know when you're in danger and when you're not? You can safely train leg locks and learn what feels right and what doesn't without damaging your knees. Don't go into defending leg locks blind because someone hits you with one and you never train them. Also, from a being good at jujitsu standpoint, 
Just ignoring a major part of the modern jiu-jitsu game because you don't like leg locks will not make you better at jiu-jitsu. I don't care what school you come from, if you want to be a good grappler, you need to have at least some knowledge of what's happening with your legs. If someone had a bad experience and broke their arm in a kimura and said, kimuras now scare me so I just don't train them, we'd all rightfully say, yeah, I think that's a problem and you're not going to be a good grappler. The same issue is true for leg locks. A healthy dose of fear and respect for heel hooks and knee bars and toe holds is probably not a bad thing, but don't be so scared of someone else's bad injury that you hurt your own game. So there you have it, all of the reasons that avoiding heel hooks or wanting to ban leg locks are wrong and why you should train leg locks, not hide from them. Obviously, I'm on Team Leglock, and I hope this episode convinced you to join that team if you're not already a card-carrying member. Maybe you should share this episode with your anti-Leglock friends and let me convince them to join us on the heel hooks are fun side of things. I appreciate you all hanging out with me and listening to the end. There's a lot more stuff in the works, so please stay tuned for that, and I will see you next time. <laughs>